everyone. Welcome back to the second episode of The Us and Virus. Um, so last week we talked about a serious topic in regards to competing views between Eastern and Western cultures in regards to COVID-19. Today we're going to cover something a little bit lighter. We're going to talk about the increased prevalence of digitized dating ever since quarantine started. And today we invited our friend Hannah Wynn, who is the queen of subtle Asian dating herself. She's got over 7K likes, guys. Okay, sorry, just had to plug that. Um, she's going to be here just so we can all have like just some friendly banter about how dating has changed ever since COVID-19 hit. So welcome, Hannah. Hey, guys. I'm an incoming fourth year student at the University of Toronto. I'm majoring in statistics. I'm doing a double minor in math and visual studies. Okay. Um. Welcome, Hannah. So, to jump off the start, so how like, how much have you changed from like, like first of all, like we we already established. Are you single or are you dating or are you seeing someone right now? Uh, I'm hundred percent single. <laughs> <laughs> have you been Have you been like trying to like go out? Like, like no, because. Weekend? No, because social distancing, guys, like, we can't be yeah, out Are here. you dumb? Where is she going to go out to? <laughs> hey, and not, not, not me and, like, going, like, physically going out, but, like, you know, like... like emotionally going emotionally out? Go- emotionally going Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me rephrase this question. <laughs> have you dabbled in digital dating culture is what I think he was trying to say. I have a little bit. I downloaded Tinder at one point. I was on Bumble for a little bit, and I also... um downloaded and immediately deleted Tantan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what can you like, what can you share from like all these like, you know, like these dating apps during quarantine? Like, has it gotten better? Has it gotten worse? I feel like people are definitely a lot more active right now. Also, because earlier there was that whole, um, you know, like Tinder passport was free for a bit. And so, oh, yeah. Yeah, so there was a lot of just like, I know, I feel like people were just overall a lot more bold over text, at least in my experience, just because... Okay, so what, what is Tinder Passport? First of all, what is Tinder Passport for all the listener that doesn't know what Tinder Passport is? So Tinder Passport is basically a feature where you are able to, because usually Tinder is done through loca- via location, right? So you are, yeah. so you end up seeing a lot of the people who are closest to you, right? Um. Yeah. And you can, of course, you can change your location settings, but generally it kind of stays within the same geographical area. And so Tinder Passport makes it so that you can, I guess, travel to different cities and see the people, or at least like you can match with people all over the world. Damn. So what, like, this is my question. Like, what's the point of Tinder Passport? You know, like, like just because, like, you move your, you say, like, like, it's, scientifically proven you know scientifically there's more hot girls in los angeles in the day <laughs> that's research <laughs> so so if you move your tinder password there like and you meet a girl and you guys hit it off like are you guys gonna do long distance indefinitely until someone it makes a someone makes a choice to like fly over across the border i mean isn't that like the same as like there's people like for example like the whole thing with sad is like you see so many people that are live in like different states or they live really yeah. far away from each other so like i guess like that mm-hmm. that's just like up to like the people but i think like yeah. Tinder password it's like i don't know like i personally like i haven't used it but i feel like it gives you like the chance to like have variety like every <laughs> have variety are you at the grocery <laughs> shop picking out meat 
No, but oh, you know, this like, is like wait, this <laughs> this is a good time to add that Su Lee herself is also a connoisseur. Okay, <laughs> proceed. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like no, like it's realistic. Like we all want options. Okay, fine. Okay, you see someone that's like in New Zealand or Australia, right?、Mm-hmm. Like then, and they're not like they're not international. They're not like oh, like I'm from Australia, but I go to U of T for school. They're just、mm-hmm. they're just in Australia. Like, what are the chances that one of you guys like fly over to the other continent across the world? Not to mention, like, I don't even know how long the flight from Australia to Canada is. Like, first you have to cross Amis,、uh, you have to cross a、uh, hemisphere, and then you have to like it's on the opposite side of the globe. I mean, people use online dating apps for various reasons, not just for serious like long distance <laughs> things. So, um, I don't know, like potentially long distance. I don't know, but um. I think for me personally, it was just interesting having conversations with different types of people, especially in quarantine, because you're not going outside anyway. So it's like, what's the point, right? It's just like, because during quarantine, you're not, at least you're not supposed to be going out to be meeting up with these people anyways.、Mm-hmm. At least earlier on in this quarantine, I feel like nowadays people are kind of bending the rules a little bit. But like,、mm-hmm. overall, I feel like a lot of it also it's just like. I don't know. Just talking to new people, just the excitement of just swiping on like different types of people, like I don't know, like followers on Instagram. I don't know, but like, <laughs> <Nice> . <laughs> well, like so, like kidding, what I'm like, like what I'm hearing now is that like instead of you're looking like you're going on these dating profile dating apps to you know like what are the what why these dating apps were first created was to like you know find people for you to match with to have a relationship with. Whereas not right necessarily. now, not necessarily. I feel like Tinder, especially, has kind of gained a reputation of being more for like hookup culture. Yeah, but、so、I'm saying think, Tinder originally、yeah. did not was not created to have hookup culture. How do you right?、Know? But that's kind of taken on this role, <clears throat> even if that was the intention by the creator. I know this because it's not a hookup app; it's called a dating app. Hence, the word "dating" in it. That's why I know Tinder did not start off as a hookup culture type of. App. Right, but it's still sort of taken on this role in our society, sort of, I guess. So, um, and I think a lot of different online platforms they weren't created specifically to cater to certain types of audiences. For instance, all those I don't know, incel filled like. I'm pretty sure it wasn't started so that people could like, like what do people even do on Kick? But like, it's just sort of what the hell? K I K. It's this um. It's this messaging app, and it's sort of taken on this shady reputation. Like for instance, um, if you go on Omega, you would have people on Kick. Oh, for instance, Omega is also a great example too. So Omega is for all the viewers who are not familiar. Um, Omega is a website where you talk to strangers, and I'm pretty sure the creators didn't come like create Omega so that I don't know underage children could be exposed to. Grown men with their dicks out, but、um, that's sort of become <laughs> the norm for Omega. So、um, it sort of had it's sort of taken on this sketchy connotation, even though it was probably created for more,、um, you know, like less. Okay, so what I'm what what I'm trying to like understand is yeah, like、exactly. what is the main focus of these dating apps right now? Like, what are they trying to like achieve? 
I mean, I think like when they like create it, it's like obviously all of them are have a goal and like they'll advertise it as like, oh, like this is a way for you like to meet people, to meet to create these like new connections. Okay. So I think like, I mean, like you said, like they're called dating apps, and so like I feel like they all start off with that same goal. That's like to create new connections, kind of give you the space to meet new people, and then. Maybe it'll potentially develop into something or maybe not, but it's just like giving you the space to be able to like explore that. See, for me, like the online dating, just like for Tinder and like Tantan or these like new dating apps on there, Bumble or something, like it just feels like, you know, university frosh week to me, you know, like you get to meet a lot of people all at once from all like different areas of like expertise. And then you get to pick and choose which one, like which type of people you fuck with, you vibe with. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't mean you have to go uh, go ahead and go into a relationship with them where just straight up fuck them. Like you guys can be really good friends. I have friends that like became really close, because, but they met on Tinder or they yeah. met on Tampa. Yeah, yeah, right? same. So I think it's more, instead of like a dating app, like it's more like a socializing, socializing type of app. But then some people took it and then changed it into like a hookup culture type of app. I mean, like that's fine too. There's not like there's no problem with people using it for that purpose whatsoever. Yeah. Also, isn't that dating in general? You meet people, sometimes you vibe, sometimes you don't. You know, sometimes it's a second date, sometimes there isn't. Sometimes you just become really good friends. Like I feel like that's sort of the same thing. It doesn't really necessarily have to be a specific path. For when you use apps like Tinder, it's just, you know, whatever you make of it, I guess. Okay, so what do you think, like, this whole quarantine, this whole pandemic, like, what did it change for dating culture? Like, what's going to be different between un, after we get out of this quarantine period, after the pandemic ends, like, say, like, they find a, they find the vaccine or, like, it completely got eliminated after the face of the earth. Do you think fate, hookup culture and dating culture will be be the same? I think so. I think there's always just been, you know, like for the past several hundred centuries, um, like, like this is sort of like you might this might be sort of like a weird example, but um, like a weird parallel to draw. But uh, like for instance, like prostitution's been around for it's like the earliest profession, and so there's always gonna be that sort of need I think in humanity for just like casual sex. I think. Okay, but what I'm what I'm wondering is like, well, online dating. Or like, will the will the uses of Tinder or Tantam increase or decrease after? What do you think it will stay the same? I think so. I think there's always just been, you know, like for the past several hundred centuries, um, like, like this is sort of like you might this might be sort of like a weird example, but um, like a weird parallel to draw. But uh, like for instance, like prostitution's been around for it's like the earliest profession. And so there's always going to be that sort of need, I think, in humanity for just like You don't think these people sex, like I right think. now are like hopping onto Tinder because they're bored at home and have nothing to do? I think it will stay the same, at least as opposed to before quarantine. Yeah, like for example, okay, like first, I kind of disagree. Like I feel like it might change, like the hookup culture and the dating culture. I do think this because like, and it kind of links to like your uh, your second question that 
these people like for example like i'll match with someone on hinge and i'll start talking to them and we vibe and all of that and definitely like they're way more like welcoming i am more welcoming because i am bored they're Uh they're bored like that's just the reality of it um but then i feel like what do you what do you mean more welcoming (laughs) like they're more curious i think like they're like because it's like they're curious about what i think think it's like very real because so like they're more willing to like talk to you and have a conversation with people because usually like all right, so so like so more open. So then, like, because usually, like, a lot okay. of times, like, you might never just message the other person; you will just match, you know. But like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, during these times, like, a lot of, t- like, a lot of people, most of the people that match, they will always message you. Um. And so then, I feel like if once this is all over and like we're like in our normal lives and all that, I do feel like. I don't know. It depends on like how people are gonna like react to like this new health rules and like safety rules in society. But I do think like over the this quarantine, the concept of dating changed a lot because you're forced to have a deep, like have conversations with the other person without being physical. Like once it's over, like I feel like people are still going to be, like, kind of skeptical to meet the other person. Um, maybe not. Like, that's just, like, a individual, like, choice. But I do feel like it, it could change. It might – it could stay the same. I almost wonder if there's going to be, like, an influx in relationships after quarantine. Because I don't know if you guys have seen those memes about how people are just, like, leading, like, <laughs> dozens of people yeah. on right now because – like you know that's right. how it is heroin you can speak on this if you want to but um <laughs> yeah so then like okay so obviously like you know like there could be just mass ghosting and nothing really changes but who knows maybe there are people who actually developed an emotional connection that's deeper than the norm because of the circumstance of quarantining so i don't know like what if like after quarantine there's just like so many people that jump into relationships because they've had this opportunity to like I don't know cultivate. I can definitely see that happening for sure yeah. and I think um especially with tinder passport this is back to tinder passport I think <laughs> some people might have actually really hit it off with someone across the globe and because of the travel restrictions right now they're not able to meet up but then I can definitely see a huge surge of relationships but I think eventually um as things get back to normal things will sort of taper down a little bit more if that makes sense it probably will always be a little bit even um i see whatever i think whatever changes we expect to see post quarantine um as that sort of becomes closer to normal it's it might still be like a net change i think but i think ultimately um things are still going to sort of go back to like at least closer to the way it was before quarantine eventually wait so Stu, i have i have a i have a question so you you mentioned that like people on tinder or temtan has like been more engaging with you has been more open with you mm-hmm. instead of like you know just messaging you three letters like dtf mm-hmm. right do you think they're genuine or they're just like you know like mask on like fuck boys that's just still trying to like you know oh just message you dtf after like the quarantine is over sue's biased <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like 
Okay, but I'm okay, gonna like about, okay. no, you can you can share your own story. Like, like I've like, been on both sides of that. Like I've okay, like okay. yeah. Okay. So then, explain both sides to me. Then. Whenever like someone messages me and they're like, for example, my Hinge profile says I'm Latina because I identify as a Latina. So then, a most mm-hmm. a lot of people will like that and they will message me like, oh, like how come, like blah blah blah. blah. But then there are people that like they will try to like make meaningful conversations out of it and like then you'll mm-hmm. just kind of naturally like start talking but there's people that are like it will they will like sexualize it and then you just get a hint they're like it's kind of like yeah like it's it's kind of like like oh like i'm just gonna stop talking to this person but i do feel like honestly like i've done it too like you just want options because you're bored <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, like it's like i'm not doing it now but like i feel like a lot of people are doing that so then be careful or like kind of like suspicious every time you get like the first message i think that's what i do i feel like that's also sort of been a trend before and after quarantine too so i feel like that hasn't really i feel like the people who have sexualized your um like you're identifying as latina i feel like those people would have done the same regardless of the circumstances and i think those people would have just you know, those fuckboys would have stayed fuckboys, whatever. And I think, for instance, at least the people who are on, um, you know, like, say, like, Tinder Passport or something similar to that, or, like, just, like, people who are actually obeying the social distancing rules, I think because of quarantine, if they're actually just bored and they just want to make conversation, they'll actually at least make conversation out instead of just yeah. trying to hook up because that's obviously not an option. Or at least it yeah. wasn't for a while. So Okay, but, like, have you guys ever had the instinct where they're, like, like you see someone or someone sees you that is like holy shit like this girl with this guy is so fucking hot like i need to like fuck him i need to fuck her right but then right now social distancing no one's going outside i'm just gonna make like i'm just gonna keep on asking her how's your day how's your day how's the weather today no like blah 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 make these like seems like i'm interested in her seems like like i'm just like you know keeping them on the hook until Uh the day social distancing immediately stops and then the go i go yay like We've been talking for a while. Ha ha ha. Let's meet up. I just think that sounds a little bit like if you're putting that much effort into it, I think you're going to be a little bit attached at least. Or at least like if you're actually, that's the only goal for you, the conversation is probably going to be a little bit dry. Yeah. If that makes sense. I'm like, I don't really understand like what the point of doing that. Like I get it. Like I get the incentive at the end for people who do that, but is it really worth it? Like quarantine's gonna go on for a long time. Like, are you really gonna mm-hmm. do that for one night? Maybe not one night. Maybe like after that one night, it's too it's so good that there's gonna be a second night. Okay, but like even if that is the end goal, the fact that you're willing to put in all this effort for such a prolonged period of time, I think you have to be at least a little bit emotionally invested as well. Even if it's just based on outer appearance, even if you're invested because of shallow reasons like their appearance, I think if you're putting that much effort into it, there's got to be something else deeper than just, oh, I want to fuck them for one night, you know what I mean? Or like, oh, I want to fuck them for a couple nights. Yeah, so you're telling me all the fuckboys that want to just fuck right now, it's going to have to emotion to in, invest somewhat emotionally before they can get their next pussy. No, not necessarily. I'm just saying, yeah, if they're trying to pretend to be invested for that long, that's just like a lot of effort. That's just a long time. That's sociopathic, okay, to just pretend. 
I don't think fuckboys are, they're not like sociopathic shells, you know, who manipulate girls just for the shits. Like, usually, word on the street from what I know, okay, I think they are like invested in the girl to a degree. It's just at the end, they pull out because of like commitment issues. Like, so they are still, like, I think what Hannah said was true. Like, I get it. Like, there are people who just lead people on, like, very, like, superficially, but. I think if you're going to do it for, like, all a quarantine, like, you know, like, even if it's not substantial, there's something there. Okay, so what's, so what's, what's happening with all the fuckboys that doesn't want to spend, invest all this time right now? Like, what, what, what can they do? I mean, Pornhub's premium was free for a while, so, like. <laughs> Are you, like, just an ambassador of Tinder Passport <laughs> and Pornhub Oh, my God. We're on the street. I see the ads. I see. I hear things. My friends tell me things. Yeah, yeah. I see updates. Yeah, like I definitely do think that, like, my experience going through this during quarantine. Like, I think I realized that my rule of thumb is kind of like <laughs> give them three months. If it's wow. like if you're vibing, you're vibing with them, it's kind of like give them three months because they will, they can uphold a certain image, <laughs> like a certain image, like for a month maybe, maybe two months. But then once at the three, <laughs> once you hit like the three month mark, like even like at a one month mark, you might still be learning new sides of them, and like you might like mm-hmm. discover like new types of dynamics that you're gonna have with that person. Um, Mm -hmm. but I do think that like, maybe like, I definitely always swipe right if I'm attracted to the photo first, Mm -hmm. if I feel some way once I look at that photo, but I think like, if I surviving with them and they surviving with me, then like, we'll just kind of naturally have a conversation, maybe be friends first. And then eventually just like, if it develops to something. So my question is like, do you think there's an upward trend in like, online dating apps from generation to generation like do you think the next generation will use it more and then the fall with with the next follower generation generation like it's just gonna be like increasing and increasing I think so. and do you think like our generation has increased yeah. the use from last generation oh for sure 100 <laughs> percent. and do you think that that trend is gonna keep on going upward yeah i think it will because like i as like the time passes, like I feel like it's harder and harder to like create new connections in real life. Okay, so and... what? So like, what? What I'm worried about about like this whole like digitalization of dating, like meeting people online, is that you know the oldest saying in the book is like you know still don't judge a book by its cover, right? Yeah. But right now we're all forcing everyone to like make a judge, make the make a judgment of the book by its cover. You have to like them by their face, by their appearance first before you talk to them, before you get to yeah. know them. But I don't think that's that different from real life. Like I do feel like new like dating apps are like are taking different approaches so that it's not just the photo. Like Hinge lets you like answer questions so you can like kind of show off what kind of person you are. And like even in real life, it's not like you see someone that you're not attracted to, but you're sitting there and you're just like, you know what, today I'm just gonna randomly give that person a chance. Like most people mm-hmm. will still approach someone, even in real life, because like there is some degree of like physical attraction. And then you kinda like, you know, see if Exactly. 
like I really feel like a guy could be talking to me and like whatever and I might not and I'm I'm not attracted to them but then that could happen where that guy stopped by in the corner and like talked to us and then I was just like instantly attracted to that person and it just made me want to talk to them you know so like I do feel like everyone's just Sue almost ran after way. a car two uh, days ago okay wait why can, yeah. can we get some detail on this okay, but the car we were on the street just having some bubble tea with friends yeah. and this car drove by and apparently there was this like there's this guy he had his window rolled down he said hey guys to all of us and sue was like oh my god he was so hot and then he like he pulled okay no listen here's here's the climax of the story he pulls over okay to the side of the street and she was like oh my god is he like waiting (laughs) she seriously considered like just running after the car approaching him but the thing is, yeah, like after a while, like he did, like they just eventually drove away. I don't know. Maybe he actually did stop for one of the four people in our group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it, it sounds very shallow, but like he could have yeah. been an asshole. But I feel like we take that leap of faith, like that chance based on that first impression, which is like physical. Okay, next topic, okay? And this one, like, I'm pretty sure all of us are very passionate about. And, like, there's going to be a lot of controversy on this, so it's going to be a good topic. The use of TikTok during these times. Hannah Wen, take it away, (laughs) TikTok star. Okay, so it's definitely gone up. It's definitely gone up, but I think things are also sort of tapering down a little bit more. I think the <laughs> no, 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 no. That's sort of, like I'm not against the use of TikTok as an app. Like I don't mind that. But what I mind is that there's these girls that's on it. That's like you know, like in high school, where like the next the the future generation that's making these TikToks. Like if you like this, blank, 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 and if you like this, blank, 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 you know I'm your girl. You know, like they're using TikTok as a yeah oh stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. Like a dating app i think like what's the difference between this versus mm-hmm. i guess like the tumblr girls of so our you, so basically so take oh my god i'm saying this like we're a different generation wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hold we're on. i only use tumblr <laughs> to like retweet like harry potter gifts what are wait what <laughs> okay yeah but so i'm like i'm not saying like everybody does these things the same way like i'm pretty sure there's plenty of 17 year olds that are on tiktok and they're just making normal tiktoks like that are have nothing to do with like stuff like that but i'm just saying like i mean even for those seven like say you're like a teenager and you're making these types of tiktoks like i'm hoping that only other teenagers are hitting you up and if they're not other teenagers i'm hoping that they are educated enough about internet safety at this point since that has now you know become included in every school's curriculum at this point um hopefully that they're educated enough to know that that's not the move like to avoid these types of people no, what i'm what i don't understand is that like these people like they have they make these videos right and i click on their profile and then like like they show their insta or something and then they have a boyfriend <laughs> okay i feel like those are just or they have a girlfriend just, i mean those are just you know attention seek that's just attention seeking behavior that's just doing things for the clout it's like the same thing with sad auctions chasing clout does not equate cheating all the time okay but maybe they're in a poly yep, yep. <laughs> like in there like... i don't know okay that's completely valid but Wait, yeah i have... didn't see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's yeah like people like i've seen tinder profiles of both people in the couple and then so i'm um, like sorry they both 
members of the relationship and then they're just looking for like a third person to partake in their sexual nice. activities like, like it's, a, it's a it's a very hey it's a very real and thing it's very yeah. and it's actually valid. quite a lot more yeah it's a lot more common than you there think was one it on is subtle Asian dating too. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys remember that post yeah i think too yeah i remember that one too it was just like they're just looking for a third yep. one to join them it's a whole genre on No, so what I what I like it's true. I mean I'm just saying. Like say No, I'm mm. saying like is it is it considered cheating if you have a boyfriend or you're in a relationship and then you're making these videos just to get views, just to get clout. But then you're not doing anything, you know? Like if if guys actually trying to slide into your DM, you don't respond to them. But then you still get like twenty K, thirty K views and third twenty K, thirty K likes. Depends on the relationship. I think it's everyone yeah, I agree. I think different relationships just have different, you know, they have different boundaries for what's acceptable. And I think it might suck for the people who actually get baited by these videos, especially if they're not looking for something polyamorous. <laughs> so I think it might suck for them, but I think that's like the extent of it. I don't see like a real problem per se. I think it's kind of like, like you can't, you can see that and sort of judge them for it. But other than that, it's like, it's yeah. just what it is. So what do you like? What like? Why do people choose TikTok as a like a platform to like have clout to have attention seeking? Because TikTok blows up the fastest. If you look at other forms of social media, I think TikTok the way that it's set up with the for you page is just set up so that it's the easiest way for a good quality video or you know a video with potential to blow up. So for instance, for YouTube, it's kind of hard for small or starting creators to have their videos blow up. No, I, I understand that. Because, I totally yeah. understand that. But the thing is, the why I would choose making YouTube and TikTok is that when you make YouTube, you have the chance mm. of mon- monetizing it, right? Like you get revenue from ads, you get ad revenue. But TikTok, dude, it doesn't matter how many likes, how many views you get. You no, don't you can monetize TikTok. You can. People. How? People make There's money ads. from TikTok. Yeah. The yeah. Also, a lot of TikTokers they end up moving their followers to a different platform, yeah. like Instagram and like YouTube. So That's a lot of TikTokers actually do start their YouTube channels where they actually do make the bulk of their income. Yeah. Yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> no, honestly, like yeah, I think TikTok is so like it came at such a good time because I, I re- okay. First of all, I don't ever remember Vine being this popular. Or maybe I was out of the loop back then. Oh, Vine was huge. Vine, no, Vine was, was really big. big, but then I think Vine TikTok so is big. huge, huge now because for Vine, like it, like to me, like TikTok just looks, sounds like Instagram Live, you know? We're not even Instagram. No, story. but okay, I think this is what it is. Like, okay. I, think, like, I, think... I read, I actually read about it. Like people were just kind of analyzing why TikTok was blowing up so much. It's because like it's the perfect balance between. Like, as you said, like, YouTube videos, it's so hard to get clout. Like, it's so long, so much work goes into it, and the market is so saturated. And then with Instagram and dating apps, it's Mm -hmm. also the range is so narrow because you are restricted to just a couple of photos of someone. But TikTok is, it's, like, such a short video that you have the patience to watch it through, and at the same time, it tells you so much more about a person than just photos. So I think that's why, like, it exploded. So you think TikTok will eventually take over as a dating app service then? No. 
no i think i don't think so just because there's so many different categories on tiktok they, there may be a um i don't know i think popular creators may make tiktoks for like dating purposes but i think that's probably that like that's probably it because see what i like about mm-hmm. tiktok versus dating apps is that like for dating apps you only have pictures right and then the pictures you get like girls and guys can both photoshop pictures like it's not like it's not not the norm to like be catfish these days so but the thing about tiktok is that they're making videos or like there's videos of themselves so like there's definitely not gonna there's gonna be less filter or like even if there's like filter on it there's sometimes gonna be mistakes so like you can actually see the actual face i feel like tiktok is just kind of like instagram instagram is not a dating platform but you can use it if that's what you want to do like you can slide you can slide through tiktok as well so i think it just depends like what purpose you have what's your goal yeah i want to ask like have you guys heard about any like quarantine success stories i heard about one couple that got like engaged through like animal crossing because they couldn't see each other or something and i was like oh my god that's commitment that's so cute hopefully i'll be one (laughs) that's the goal Pray for Sue. Wait, you want to be you want to be engaged on Animal Crossing? That's no, no, I'm saying like a quarantine success story. <laughs> well, have you been have you been actively seeing seeking? Yeah. But okay, so what's what's your experience on it? Like seeking, like. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, like. You know, maybe we'll like listen to this. T- listen to this uh, podcast episode like after quarantine and then have like a little time capsule yeah definitely <laughs> I'm more um, traumatic memory not gonna worry yeah so so just just update us on your like progress I guess right now and then maybe like we'll, we'll follow up mm-hmm. after quarantine and <laughs> I think well like for me it was like I was going through a breakup for like the first month yeah first month of quarantine oh, so like you broke you broke up during quarantine yeah like at the very okay. beginning when nothing okay. closed yet okay um and then at one point it was like oh like i'm ready i'm bored um i just want to mm-hmm. like be out there so then i got like hinge um mm-hmm. because i feel like for me personally like hinge is better than tinder and 1010 um mm-hmm. this this audio is not sponsored by hinge by the way <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's a, it's a personal choice but yeah so then like i met someone um i wasn't really like i was very picky on hinge so i only matched with two guys one was like a narcissist and the other one like i was kind of like Oof. just talking to like i was just talking to him very casually very like as if i was just texting one of my guy friends um mm-hmm. and i wasn't interested like i wouldn't reply for hours and stuff and then we like started facetiming and that's mm-hmm. when you like actually see them like you actually like hear their voice you can actually see what their personality is like or get an idea um and i i well like i met up with him like a lot of times so like we were mm-hmm. able to spend time together and like kind of see how we what our dynamic is like but mm-hmm. definitely during quarantine 
it's hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just hard. Like, How about you, Hannah? Do you have any success stories or soon to be success stories? No. <laughs> oh <my> no. <laughs> I have a couple friends that have been pretty active on Tinder and they've been meeting up now that things are opening back up. But like no Wait, so what, so, stories thus far. So from what I'm like wonder from what I'm hearing, like you use TikTok as well, right? Yeah, now. I use TikTok. Um I So do you get do you now. get more clout on TikTok or Tinder? Uh, I kind of stopped using Tinder after a little while. I stopped using it I'd say like last month ish. Okay. So and... have you so do you wait, do you use any dating service apps right now? At the moment, no. I'm taking a break from dating service apps. <laughs> but So you're so no. so but like you you've been using TikTok and then you've been like people been like trying to slide you on TikTok? Yeah, so I actually don't have my messages open for non-friends on TikTok. So a lot of them end up just DMing me on Instagram and I don't follow them back so they kind of disappear. <laughs> Dude, so what, what like cat, like what's the difference between this and breadcrumbing? This is breadcrumbing, no? I mean I'm not like, actively, actively leading anybody out. Like they're I'm not really actively people. seeking people out. Yeah, it's like sometimes, um, like say like someone would follow me on TikTok and I think they're cute, so I'd follow them back. And then we start talking and it's just like, I don't know, it's like things just don't really click, so we just eventually stop talking. Or it's like, you know, we become friends or it's just like things haven't really progressed that far for me personally, but that's also just because I'm not actively looking for anything. So, I don't know. I wouldn't really say I'd seen more success on either dating, like either app, just because I I guess probably more on Tinder, just because people are actually seeking out dating on Tinder, if that makes sense. And on TikTok, mm. I feel like some of the people who have like tried to slide, I find mm. out that they're like seventeen, and I'm like, no, <laughs> so that just has not been the move. <laughs> I definitely do think that like m- like my experience with dating apps like during quarantine was different than like before when it wasn't quarantine mm-hmm. it kind of introduced me like firsthand to like different types of dating um mm-hmm. i don't know if it's because like during these times or like i don't it could be like a personal thing i don't know and like i personally would rather have one person rather than options um but then I feel like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, what if I start crying? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that, that, for that, that took that took me a while to like comprehend. But once I comprehended, I was like, oh shit! <laughs> but Dude, this yeah. girl, yesterday we were meditating together or doing yoga, and I was like, okay, like let's do some uplifting yoga or like I don't know, focusing yoga. And she's like, is there heartbreak yoga? I'm like, damn, like, who the fuck hurt you last night? I just think that, like, it's very interesting, um, like, at least for me, because I, like, firsthand developed something with a person who's looking for options, like, actively looking for options. Like, he's just out there, like, meeting new people, um, not necessarily with a goal to, like, be, like, romantic with them, but it's definitely, like, a new experience for me because I and I feel like it maybe it's like normal for other people to be like casually dating but for me it's 
not. Dude, I actually saw like a meme slash post on uh, TikTok, or I think it was either TikTok or Subtle Asian Dating or something like that. But the, it was more like, it was like, I want to be settled down with a guy, but it's 21st century and I live in Vancouver, so I have to learn to share my boy. Oh my God. <sighs> that is That's so tragic. So deep size. <laughs> oh my. Don't trigger her. She's vulnerable. No, I'm saying this is in Vancouver. I said this specifically. If you live in Vancouver, you have to oh, share. Oh, shit, eh? <laughs> Sharing is caring everywhere. Oh, my goodness. At least in Canada. Feels bad. I definitely do think it's, like, because of... I think a lot of it could have been because of, like, quarantine. Because people are, like, more willing to... Yeah, like, they're more willing to, like, create more connections rather than, like, maybe, like, deep rather than having like deeper connections um and that could be because of quarantine i don't know so then you're like more your chances of being in my situation are very high (laughs) (laughs) if you're not that kind of person so like i feel like it it was a very new kind of like a slap to the face kind of experience no see for me like i this is this is my thought okay like correct me like you can't you can't you you are allowed to like argue back or like you know like defend defend back but i kind of think that because this dating online thing where like you don't get to see your quote-unquote girl or guy your man like every day like it's easier for you to like be able to talk to more people to like broaden your horizon broaden your perspective you know like more options yeah, create more often. See, because like before, like if you're if you're meeting people like you know organically in real life, right? You can only probably see one person a day. You know, max yeah. you have like seven girls. You see them once once every day, uh, one person every day for the whole week. Oh my gosh! But like, you you would never be able to be like you know type in what you doing, and then send it to thirteen other people all at once. Yeah. I don't know. You'd be surprised. The conversation that also they require emotional investment too, right? It's like maybe it's possible for you to do that, but like if you're actually trying to date people, I think it's sort of it's also taxing on your mental health if you're I don't know, at least say for some people, I think. Yeah. No, and okay, yeah. Like I think what Hannah said is right. Like it might be easy to lead on a lot of people, even to have things with a lot of people, but once you start progressing like further and further, okay, you're not gonna have seven committed relationships going on all Hopefully. at once. Okay, there are probably. How do you who- know? How do you know? Okay. That's, no, no, that's no. speculation. No, 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 no. no, no. Listen. Do you have Hang proof? You. No, you didn't let me finish. I was gonna say I'm confident. I have seven that- girlfriends right now. <sighs> okay. Anyway, I know for a fact there are people who have tried, and it has massively blown up in their faces. Like, I just don't think it's sustainable for, you know, the rest of your life. Yeah. 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 Or at least for the vast majority of the population, there are probably a few outliers out there. But I feel like for most people, I think we can all agree. (laughs) Yeah. God, like, it takes a lot of effort to lie to so many people. You have to stay consistent. No, why why do you have to lie to them? Why do you you have to lie to them? Oh, shoot. I mean, polyamorous relationships in that case. Polyamory, yes. Oh my Yo, God. why are you discounting it? It's so valid. 
No, I mean, like, I think he's talking about the kind of polyamorous relationships where two or more members are not aware that they're in a polyamorous relationship. Got you. Yeah, exactly. Well, then they are lying then, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) How can you not lie? Okay, this is so off topic, I feel like. I think we need to centralize this back to COVID-19's influence. Do Do you think, like, those, like, success stories, like... I don't know how, what, what like percentage do you guys think? Sue's like asking for herself, <laughs> guys, do you think it's possible? No, this, no, see, this is, this, is, this is what I think, okay? Like, again, like when you post something on the internet, obviously it's going to be a very small portion of people. Like I'm not discrediting that there's more people out there or nor was, is there less people out there? Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like, Think about how many people are in onset, right? Like, think about, like, the percentage of people who have success stories. But then again, you have to also think about, like, just because there was a success story, right? Doesn't mean they're going to post about it. Because if they post about it, obviously, they're just going to be like, oh, you know, for the clout. Or like, oh, like, let's let's show it off. But like, you know, there's Mm -hmm. still some low-key couples out there. But also, like... I, you're not gonna hear not success stories right you're gonna hear yeah. like the proportion of success versus not successful i think that's still you still got to put that into consideration yeah i think it's probably just gonna like, be similar to just regular dating it's like i feel like it's like really? a pretty small percentage that work out yeah I, I think so maybe like a little bit less than regular dating but i just think there might be like a small percentage of people that work out, but that's just because of like personal differences, not necessarily because people are putting less effort, etc. Yeah. Do you think do you think nowadays dating is the norm or is hooking up the norm? I still say dating is the uh, I mean, I think people just do both, you know, like most people do like single people. I think both both just like with different people. Like yeah. I think dating and hooking up, I think it's not so much like they're competing genres it's more like just what stage of life you're at like young people are going to be more casual about these things and then i think most people like correct Mm -hmm. me if i'm wrong but i think most people still just in our current age they are still eventually looking for some sort of exclusive relationship i mean we're biologically really to me i feel like right now like at our age i like i think people more want to explore yeah yeah, yeah. no i did say like at our age people are probably more down to hook up i'm just saying like when you're like 40 years old like i don't think you're gonna be running rampant at the club i mean if you are i'm not judging you i'm just saying it's less likely (laughs) i'm judging you but i mean (laughs) i mean it's just like we were built that way like i remember it's like one of my teachers like told me that like the whole purpose for uh, like the whole purpose of humans is to reproduce I mean, what about LGBTQ? <laughs> like, before all of that, but, like, okay, maybe I'm just being a romanticist or whatever, but, like, I feel like everyone eventually craves that one, like, source of attention, of intimacy, of, like... <laughs> okay, like, but, like, I do feel like everyone, ho- like, will reach that point. Maybe when you're 70 and you've, like, hooked up with people until you were like 70 or like i don't know like it depends on your own timeline but i feel like in the end like everyone innately wants that inside she's projecting guys she's definitely projecting (laughs) 
I just think the people who do want that will find each other, and the people who just don't want that, they'll just kind of be separate from the rest of the community. It's like, yeah. I feel like there yeah. definitely are a lot of people who just don't, never want that, yeah, but it's just exactly. like, you know, those people just won't be looking anyways. So do you think this whole, like, pandemic thing has changed people's perspective? Like, do you think that shifted people somehow, like, you know, wanting to, like, be in a relationship to, like, oh, I don't need this relationship, or, like, wanting to hook up and be like, oh, I want to be in a relationship instead? Do you think this pandemic has done anything to the, to change that? Because, like, you know, like, say, like, you're in a very strict family, right? And doesn't let you go out and stuff. Doesn't let you see anyone. Only co- puts you in your own room. Put you in your whole, like, doesn't close the door. Doesn't let oh you go gosh. out because, you know, you have a grandpa or grandma that's very old and scared of getting COVID. And then, so you haven't. So like my yeah, family minus you, grandpa. You haven't seen your girlfriend or boyfriend in like what three months now, and in the during these times, like you, yeah, you guys still keep in contact, and yeah, you guys still talk, but like it's obviously it's, your life is going to be very different between from each other. Like you guys are not going to be you know eating together. You're not guys not going to be living together. Do you think like it will change people's perspective on like oh like maybe. Maybe I don't need this, or maybe I need this. Oh yeah, there's a huge surge of I think um divorces I think in China. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's gonna be a huge surge of relationships right after quarantine because I think the people who are getting divorced are gonna be exploring again. And I think um oh my gosh yeah so I think Perfect that's gonna go up time right to bring after in quarantine. Kim but I think eventually like here? as things get back to normal things like like I said earlier no, I, think, I think things um, are just gonna sort of Kim paper off wants to like into, move like, out closer to normal. <laughs> she spent too much time with Kanye during quarantine. Divorces yeah I read that too. Yeah so for sure. Oh my gosh, okay, I found an article. Um, it could very much not be reliable, guys, so take it with a pound of salt, but it's headline. I mean, everything is speculative right now, so. True. It's, yeah, like, it's a very speculative article that's headlined, Kim Kardashian is reportedly having issues quarantining with super controlling Kanye West. So in response to your question, Brady, I definitely think this has probably negatively affected a lot of couples out there. But do you think that it has positively affected couples, though? Yeah, I'm sure it has for some people. Like maybe in what like, way? In what way would this positively affect people? I think it forces people to build on communication skills for sure. Because I think yeah. a lot of people take physical affection and contact for granted, and when you remove that variable, because it is a very you know that's literally some people's love language, physical <laughs> affection. But when you're who's laughing? That was no, very. I'm not, I'm not laughing. That was very valid. Okay, I'm not trying I'm, like, to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then when you take away, like you better be <laughs> like when you're taking away some people's fundamental love language, it's going to force you to rewire the way you interact with your partner. Right. And then, you know, there are people who probably get broken down by this new kind of requirement, but I'm sure it has also encouraged other people to like push themselves to develop a new onset of skills that you wouldn't ever have had to without quarantining or COVID-19. Yeah. So it might expedite the process a little bit, but it's like, it would have happened anyways. Yeah, like, okay, like, at the end of the day, I think it's just how much you want it. Like, the people who want their relationship and who want, like, you know, like, they'll push yeah. through this quarantine. And the people who don't, don't, like, you know, there's just, everyone's different. I think it's a catalyst, yeah, basically. Yeah. 
Exactly. Like, I think it's more of a catalyst. It's not really a direct cause of the demise of people's love or anything. I don't know. Maybe it could be. I don't know. And also back to the whole Kim K thing, I think that's not, I feel like I, I just don't really trust any news about Kim K's love life anymore just because um, in December they said they were going to like get a divorce. So, and like that's obviously been bullshit. So <laughs> I just, you know what? Yeah. Like these kind of articles. What I wanted to ask you guys is like, how do you think um, people will adapt to dating once do we cover this? But just like once quarantine ends, how will people transition back into dating in real life? Like, do you think people will just hop right back in as if nothing happened? Will it, I don't know, make it awkward? I'm very awkward, okay? I think it will be a little bit awkward. There's definitely like talks of like a social deficit from COVID-19. So um, you know how in recent years there's been an issue with um, the loneliness pandemic, like the loneliness yeah. epidemic or pandemic? I think it's epidemic. Mm-hmm. Epidemic. Sorry. So the loneliness epidemic, right? So um, as people are spending more time indoors, they're losing their social skills, I guess, in person. Yeah. And so um, there, I, I saw various news articles about how there's going to be a social deficit mm-hmm. um, after quarantine. Wow from all this stuff happening right now. And so it's going to be a lot, dif- it's going to be a lot, like dif- I can't talk. It's going to be increasingly difficult for people to interact in person after the pandemic, after the quarantine ends Yeah, no. as a result. I agree. Like I was talking about this with Sue. I was like, wow, I had this revelation that verbally, I really only talk to you. Maybe like one or two other people like if you were to just put me back out there in society i don't know if i could function at my best right away again yeah honestly me too i feel like in the beginning of the pandemic everyone was just freaking out say oh let me back out again and i think now that people have sort of become accustomed to quarantine i think at least for me personally i'm definitely very nervous about things going back to normal because i don't really know how to function outside of quarantine yeah it's like I've just become so accustomed yeah for sure yeah yeah no and I was also like saying how like just imagine the clubs when they first open Mm -hmm. I was like I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a fucking safety hazard like in so many ways like (laughs) people are gonna have a lot of like deprivation built up I'm definitely not gonna be going out to clubs when they open at least not for a couple months and I think I'm gonna go back like several months into things opening yeah. back up because yeah very my fair. life man like <laughs> mm-hmm. but what if, what if there's what if there's a vaccine would you go back oh it's not even about yep. that it's like even Just if kidding. it wasn't <laughs> i mean no it's not even about the pandemic i think sorry it's not even about covid the like the virus i think it's just after things open back up it's gonna be so hectic and it's just I just don't see it being a good time, at least like not from a safe like a personal safety perspective. I'm probably not gonna be going back out for a little while. Also, even once a vaccine yeah. is gonna develop, it's gonna take months for it to be distributed everywhere. Yeah. So even after vaccines developed and say like people they they've begun they've begun testing in like, you know, say Vancouver. Like, I'm probably not going to go out until I say, I'd say, like, a sizable amount of the population is probably immune, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think that's my plan as well. Like, I just feel like, yeah, like, obviously for some people, quarantine probably doesn't affect them as much. But, you know, you don't know how it affects Mm -hmm. different people. And I just feel like when you're suddenly 
when all of these options are available to everyone at the same time, like mm-hmm. things can get crazy. Yeah, like I bet it's gonna be a war. So a lot of hearts. Also, the economy is just the economy <laughs> is just not in a good state. Like for the past few years, we've already like for the past like while now. Um, even before COVID happened, we've been heading into a recession and. After so, um, I actually worked on a data fest for uh, the social impacts of COVID, and so roughly one percent of businesses, like on average across Canada in all the provinces, have had to permanently close down because of COVID. And yeah. around I think twenty or thirty percent of businesses, um, local businesses, have lost more than fifty percent of revenue during COVID as a yeah. result of the pandemic, mm-hmm. which is crazy. So, um. And obviously, and like a lot of industry, and people are a lot more um, conservative with their spending. And the bulk of the purchases that people have been making in regards to retail have been on necess- like necessities, like household goods or cleaning supplies. So people are spending a lot less money on um, things that they don't need, which makes sense, obviously, for if people are staying home. Like, what else are they spending their money mm-hmm. on? Especially if they have, they're not making money. Like, obviously, yeah. but. I think just in regards to that, that's also going to have a huge impact on dating culture because back in the like 1920s, I think dating life has really been revolutionized because of mm-hmm. people's extra pocket like spending money. True. And so applying that to the current age, I think if people are spending less money, like people are probably not going to be going on as many at least like physical dates yeah. for a while, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, 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 it does make sense. Like, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm not, I'm sure. Like, it's very possible that there is some kind of correlation there. Like, mm-hmm. I think we think very directly, like, oh, you know, like, if people don't, if people are so deprived for a long time, like, the, like oh, people are going to hook up so much more after. But there are probably, like, implications that we don't really consider that could also mm-hmm. affect dating in ways that we don't see, you know? Like, that's a good point. Like, I didn't really yeah. think about, like, the economic side of it. But now that you bring it up, like rip relationships <laughs> yeah because relationships are expensive too so <laughs> yeah. yo that's facts <laughs> <laughs> your enthusiasm is very <laughs> noted <laughs> oh also um oh also um mental health too mental health has also been people's mental health has have also been deteriorating oh yeah like oh my goodness quarantine. for sure Especially for extroverts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have friends who tell me they just cry every day. Like, I'm sure that's not even the worst case, but, like, they just cry every day. And without yeah. clearly identifiable reasons, it's just it's just how it's affected them. And I'm sure, like, obviously that has yeah. effects on relationships as well. Like, for me, my patience is, yeah. it's short. It It is waning exponentially. Oh, thank you. Like, oh for sure I I fully I can relate yeah like I'm sure if I just got like some more fresh air I'd be a lot more zen but that's what it is (laughs) yeah okay um yeah so I guess that's everything we really have to say like obviously digitization of dating can kind of come across as a joke when you first hear about it but I think it is interesting how Obviously, COVID-19 has detrimental implications, like, for a lot of very serious um, genres of topics. But, you know, even for something that's seemingly as trivial as dating, it has its effects. So thank you, Hannah, again, for joining us. Um, I actually learned a lot. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, so please stay tuned for episode three that will be coming your way soon. Thank you for having me.